It's coming home. It's coming home, Ben. Hey Miller, the curse is finally over. The curse is finally over. Remember, guys, we wrote the rules of the game. We wrote the rules back in, or was it 150 years ago? We wrote the rules. This win is largely due to the support of you guys. Hey guys, we're back again. Russell Robertson live. Oh, out of I mean, I love that intro, but I also hate it. Thank you, Dave, for putting that together in all the spare time that you have. Welcome to Robo Live. To those of you who are watching live and to those that are listening later on the podcast, of which is going quite well, Dave. Lots of yeah, people tuning in. Lots of people tuning in. Mm. It's good because we, as much as we are just a small little, little time outfit here that was born of the Melbourne finals a couple of years ago in lockdown and we really enjoyed it. And this is for us, you and I really, to do it. Something that we love to bring to our Melbourne supporters. Uh, it's um, it's going quite... We're getting these guests on with amazing stories. And yeah. I, I gauge my stories by Davo, people, because <laughs> Davo... I mean, I've been in the system for a long time. I've played football for a long time. So I, I know these stories and I live them or whatever. And they're not a huge surprise to me, but... I see Davo salivating about what Glenn Archer says and what, mm. what Bluey McKenna says and all the guys that we've had on. And tonight, it just keeps getting better. Because I'm just your average Joe with an average job. I'm your average white suburbanized slob. I like football. And that's where I'll leave it. But you're right. <laughs> I Great love song. those stories because, yeah, I mean, everyone, that's the thing. The current players today, they can't tell these stories. They can't. And we go back to like, some of the stories you were hearing from the players and the mischief they got up to off the field. And yeah. that's what we want to hear. That's yeah. why these documentaries like the Matildas and the Formula One document, all these ones, that's why everyone loves it. Yeah. So we want more of that. Absolutely. Now, it's a big night, Davo. It's a big night for Melbourne supporters. It's a big night for the Match Review panel. It's a big night for the AFL in mm. general. It's not such a big night for Gold Coast because I don't think they really care. They've done nothing to help us. Dewey did. Dewey's great. Dewey understands the process. We'll get into that a little bit later. But Louise Hughes, hello to you. She's switching from the Twitter feed to the of the the uh, the, the Jacob Van Ruin trial. It's kind of like... Oh, the, is uh, that on now? It's become like uh, OJ Simpson, the juice. <laughs> But he's not on the run. Can I see it? You can see it now. They're in the uh, the, the room right now and they're, they're producing a glove that he was wearing. See, it doesn't even fit him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's driving a Bronco home from the Gold Coast <laughs> to get out of there. A white Bronco. Free Van Ruin. Free Van Ruin. Thanks, Chris. That's true. Oh, yes, I know. And, and there's an up dated thing going on in the AFL and even the Melbourne app at the moment it says 23 minutes ago so and so is um, if you want to have a look and keep uh, up to date with what's going on you can see on these apps 23 minutes ago the uh, the uh, what do you call it um, who's the opposition uh, <laughs> I'm not up with the wording or what goes down but you know they're presenting their evidence to <laughs> I've obviously got my view. You've got your view, and I'm with the status quo here, Dave. And I know you are too, mate. It's, He's getting off. It's it's awful, isn't it? It's, it's just, just absolutely ridiculous. It's awful. That, I think that's the word this week. It's just been. It's everywhere, guys. It's everywhere you go. They're talking about Jacob Van Ruin, and it's not right for a young kid who was doing what he thought. And I'm with him. He did everything right. To hell with what the Gold Coast player said. 
I thought that was poor form by him, and I made my feelings known on Facebook, and you he did. would have read that. Poor form. You look after your, your, your opposition teammates. Yeah. To the absolute nth degree, and he's come out and said, yeah, he got it wrong. He caught, caught what he deserved. What? No, am, I, am I in crazy town? Yeah, this is absolute bullshit. <laughs> it's absolute bullshit. But he's, that's attention-seeking, surely. Because they, yes. you know what I mean? Like someone's probably gone, I have an alternate opinion, but we're all of the opinion. But what, what, like, what else is he supposed to do? Like, really, are we going to play like keepy off? That's I mean, what the game's going to come down to. Don't so touch each other. Let's, let's, let's go right back to it right now. Let's have a look at it together, guys, um, and go through some other stuff. Because so we'll place it first by watching Jacob go with the ball. Now, a young man, big, strong, he needs to. Go with the ball, and he does. Every contest he goes for, he goes at it. So look, he's 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 not looking at the ball, obviously, because he's running back full tilt. I I understand the match review panels, uh, uh, you know, their statement that he wasn't looking at the ball, and that's really gone against him here. He's gone to hit the hands, and has obviously copped him in the head. Which we've seen him, but then at but the last he, he minute, he doesn't even really doesn't even not, look like he hit him in the head. No, he's not yep. trying to hit him in the head. You can tell by that last shot that you want. Last one you just showed there, that last bit, he's coming in right. I'm going to try to get the hands here, and with the momentum that he's got, his. But this happens in sport. This happens now. A little bit of a sore neck, chart. Just a little bit of a sore neck you've got there. A little bit of a click. You're getting up. You're playing the rest of the game, and you're playing next week. Now there's. Uh, this this is the one here when you get a little bit closer look at this. And we will talk about Charles. This one here. See, you can see he's not looking at the head. He's trying to hit the head. Yeah. We've seen that before. That's not what he's doing. Barry Laurie says, Charles hit on Bowie's, Bowie's throat. Um, exactly. And there are examples of other situations. Oh, crap loads. Even over the last week. Do you want to see, you want yeah. to see a couple? Yeah, I'd like to like, see some. Let's, let's, let's compare. Have a look at this Collingwood Adelaide one. Right, and tell me this guy didn't get suspended. Not even a free kick. Wasn't even a free kick. Not looking at the ball. He was looking at the ball. He, I, I, like I, the umpire's called that. play on. See, he's come back looking at the ball, and that's the difference. But he takes his eye off at the last second. See, it's taken off. But it's basically, it's not that dissimilar. Like, he didn't deliberately smack him in the head. He didn't even probably see that the guy was there. Broken nose. And, and, then, and then if you want to have a lot of fun, it wasn't the arm you had... Background. Look at the background, guys. So right up the top right. Bang. And then an elbow. Bang. An elbow to the face. Kind of reminds me a little bit of what happened to um, Brayshaw over in the West with Shuey. Yeah. Which was extreme. Extreme. Different. It reminds me a little bit in that it was, I'm trying to hit you. Okay. Whether I want to hurt you or maim you or get you high. Okay. Yes. You mean, you mean Gaff, that one? Sorry, Gaff, not Shuey. That one wasn't good. That was not good. Terrible, terrible. That's why I sort of, you know, the cover note is saying it's not exactly <laughs> that. But, yeah, but he was snap. hitting to hit. Yes. Okay. Now, this is an instinctive move at the football, and this is what I I settle on and the reason why I'm up in arms about it. I know that my instinct was to go for the ball and go for the ball in whatever means possible, whether I had to take my eyes off the ball, whether yeah. I hurt someone in the process, and usually it was my own teammates. <laughs> I knocked out, and I said on Facebook this week, I knocked out Dale Kicker against Fremantle at, uh, as, as it was. It's Marvel now, but back at that that stadium, as it was called, Eddie had, with my hip as I jumped over him. 
Now, I've, did he miss I've, any games? I've hurt him. He's missed games. Did you get suspended for this? I got this? nothing. I got pla- clapped. <laughs> I got robo because there was a stop in play and there was a point and I had to wait in the zone. And the Melbourne, my love, my amazing demon army were uh, chanting my name. It was one of those surreal moments in my life. But they'd go down. Let's, well, let's not talk about me. Let's not make it about me. Okay. Let's not make the robo show about me. Okay? You I know don't what? want that. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think helmets are coming. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Because you, so so you're saying that the reason why they've given Jacob Van Ruin two, two mm. weeks and making mm-hmm. a, um, what do they call it a, you know, a, an example of this guy, yeah, such an example. I, there's a better word. Yeah, I didn't want to finish the sentence, but I'm. You can if you want. No. But they've made such an example of this guy because there are issues coming down the pot. Like every time someone gets hurt, we then have to go. Well, he got hurt, so therefore you have to go to the corner now. Yeah. You've been bad. And you're like, but I didn't mean to. It doesn't matter whether you meant it or not. Yeah. Ugh. You did it and you shouldn't have done it. And you go, did what? What did I do wrong again? Sorry, I ran and punched the I ball. I did what the coach told me. I'm doing now, what I'm supposed to. Here's one for you. If he was a defender and that was a forward, would it be the same punishment? Probably not. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think it would know. Be. Look, okay, all right. Two weeks going by your system that you've got now, match review panel. It's a shit show. It's gonna end it's up. It's a bad. shit system. It's gonna end up bad because there's gonna now be other examples that are coming out. We've just shown one from two weeks ago. It's gonna happen every. Oh, it's like the AFL good. does this all the time. They make a judgment call on something and then they go, "Crap! Now we have to up here. Like we got to keep that." It's like you know, every time mm. you watch the Friday night game, you go, oh, "They must be red hot on in the back this weekend." Yeah. And then everything is in the back. Yeah. And so you're like, "Oh, okay." And then well, maybe we got it wrong. We'll back off again. It's oh. just like, can you? You're the clip at the start. We wrote the rules of the game. <laughs> we didn't write that rule. No, maybe now we should go back to write <laughs> the rules of the game and not stop letting the <laughs> AFL write the rules and ruining oh. it. How many clip over the years did you get, Steve Edward asked? And, and and I did, mate. And that was, you'd expect it, okay? So this is the next point I want to make. Two to three every week, yeah. You'd cop one. Like, I remember playing against blokes like, you know, Danny Southern. I played on him. <laughs> I played on, you know, Bulldogs, you'd always, we'd always, you'd always cop one. I played on um, uh, Martin Pike. I played on... You know, the guys that just made you... John Westfold, Glenn Archer. Johnny Westfold, my first game. So what they would do is they knew they were beaten because we are getting kicked to. It's forwards, we're getting kicked to. So I'm out here with the ball and he's way back there, but you'll get a fist right... You know when you get smacked in the ear really hard? Yeah. It hurts. And they know that. And they did that. Pinchy punchy, all that stuff back in the day. I blame Gary Lyon for the suspension on Jacob played his first game. Gary said he reminded him of Dermot Brett would have took him only six games to get suspended. <laughs> Peter Johns, well played. <laughs> That's good. Well, we've gone a long way with it. And well done to Brad Green and the uh, the board and um, yeah. the guys down there for really pushing this because they've read the play here and they've listened to the people and it's not just the Melbourne people. We want to revolt. We're almost, yeah, Brad Green here. We find that a reasonable player would have seen that in spoiling the way he did would almost inevitably have resulted in a forceful blow to Ballard's heart. Now, that comes from Gleeson. Gleeson, obviously. It is the from the tribunal. From the tribunal. As we man. Know. What does this mean? Question mark from Brad Green. Yeah. So Unreasonable? So He's are they asking whether they're, they're, they're accusing Jacob Van Ruin of not being a reasonable person? 
He's not. He can't be reasonable. He's an unreasonable human. No, get it right. Reasonable player. A reasonable player. But, Didn't but, say human, said no, reasonable no, player, no, no, so which makes him an unreasonable football. player, potentially. Jacob Van Ruin, the unreasonable footballer. Yeah, take no reason. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, but you don't get to the AFL unless you're reasonable? Isn't that like... The new nickname for Jacob Van Ruin, the reason. The reason. You know, <laughs> Americans have great, like yeah. Gary Payton was the glove, you know. Yeah. Jacob Van Ruin's the, the reason. reason. <laughs> Rue the reason. What are Melbourne supporters going to do about it, Dave? I think they're going to march. <laughs> We're going to hit the streets. <laughs> what do we want? Justice. Justice. When do we want it? Now. No. Like, let's go. Unboostable. And, and look, I think, I, and I was doing some research. How do we march? Because we haven't marched. I don't know if we've marched. Uh, Melbourne supporters haven't marched. That Port Adelaide, they know how to march. Yeah. They're, have a look at this. This is this is proper, just got out of jail. <laughs> Happy to be out on the streets. Oh, look at that heaving We're mess. We're just going to give it to them. We're not going to take it. Look at them. Get in there. You know what I mean? Like, that's an unruly bunch. <laughs> You know where I'm going with this, don't you? Uh, I think I do. Here comes the D's march. Okay, everyone. Oh, you can't. Single, single file, be careful you, on the way down the stairs. This um, is my show. You can't There's do a Collingwood supporter in the middle here somewhere, which is yeah, actually quite my little kid there. A, like, that was a, adopted. A, Queen, a Queen's birthday game back um, then. And there's a unruly look grandma. At, look at the feral uh, Melbourne. Uh, just animals. Animals. Climbing over each other, making a Animal. stand. Look at that grandma there. She is unruly. Oh, she looks like she's She's got from... booze in her pocket. Oh. I know it. She is out of control. <laughs> so it's not a it's not a long history well, of... Um, well played, Dave. Eh? That was yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know. Look, I like the D supporters. You know that. I'm... Well, you know what we should do. We give up. We're going we, we're gonna to give up. We should say we're giving up avocados. We're going to destroy the That's avocado it. Decimate industry. Decimate the avocado industry. We're going to give up wine. That's Ooh. a big stretch for a Melbourne sport. That's Dutch. Like we are not going to drink red wine, especially Burgundy. Especially well, Burgundy. No more Pinot from the Mornington Peninsula. That's it, honey. We're until we're we're we're, we're having a block on all Peninsula and Yarra Valley wines. I, I actually predicted this, and I and I went and I had a look at um, the headlines for tomorrow <laughs> when the Demon supporters stop. <laughs> They'll threaten <laughs> the livelihood. Look at the family. Farmers <laughs> begging the AFL to resolve this standoff. <laughs> Free Van Ruin so we can... Free Van Ruin. Our industry Don't been... let the farmers suffer. <laughs> port. More port. <laughs> oh, you did get it. You got given a port, didn't that you? Is, that is gold. That is a port. Is this a port? No, that's a sherry. Thank you to the... Oh. Uh, and can I say that? Um... We, we transitioned. So not, that's my joke. I'm done. Yeah. I'll, I'll be off in a minute. That's good. That was great. Um, the non-such brewery down in Tasmania have sent us a few bottles uh, over the last two or three years. And another shout-out to the great distilleries down there, and distillers, what would you call them? Um, they, they put some... Like, like makers of pleasure. Makers of pleasure, <laughs> that's what they are at non-such. That's a sherry. Jeez, that'll get your motor running. If it's you have it's a not a that. sherry. It's a single malt whiskey matured... In a sherry case, it's an ex sherry. Yeah, so it says so sherry on it. So they've made a whiskey in the I love it. in the thing in the vat or in the um, barrel 
that would have had sherry in it previously. So it'll have sherry undertones, which is what the Jamaicans do with rum. Right. They do it like, because like, they get their rum barrels like third in line. And that's for another podcast. That's, oh, um, yeah. They're, they're great down there at Nonsuch. So do yourself a favour and uh, to take a Molly Mildrumism. And uh, jump online and buy yourself a uh, some of the whiskey that they've got there because that's what they. I mean, that's a twenty number twenty four of seventy six. Of seventy six. Thank you. They sent me a number twenty four. Um, were you number twenty four? Well, that's why, mate. That's where I was going to with that. You know oh, that. Oh, sorry. 24. Shit. Should we get him on? He's. I can see him running around. I, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued as to what he's doing, but um, <laughs> he's trying to find the best spot. The best spot. He's probably in the a, darkness at the moment. Probably a quiet corner somewhere. Do you want to um, let him in and then? He's got a bad. He's got bad reception. Oh, he's, he's logged got, in. I've got you, mate. He we looks can, okay. The with the reception, I can see technically how it would work. We can start it and see how we go. Yeah. And um, we'll bring him in. Bring it's, him in. It's and a see dark you. room at the moment that I can see. It's okay, Brownie. We'll chuck you up down the bottom. How are you, mate? How you going? You're you're in a dark room. You got Mate, this. I'm in Mildura on a houseboat. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> do they have lights? And it's, uh, th- th- well, they do, but I'm standing on the roof of the houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, of course you are. You are one random man, Boggy Brown. There, there is... There is no doubt about you. We can't see your face, but that's all right. We can hear your voice. And uh, if you can find somewhere where there's a little bit of shot, <laughs> there's a silhouette there. <laughs> Why? What are you doing up there? There we go. That's better. I'm just up here for, there we go. Is that better? That's please? great. That's great. What are you doing up there, I'm Big Fella? I'm just here for Visit Mildura, just up here for a couple of days, just sampling the, uh, the local produce and just enjoying the Murray River. Oh mate, that's the, that's what I love about you, doggy. You uh, you, you never stay in one place. You, you're not happy. You need to be moving. Yeah. yeah this is no good, boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, mate. We'll see how we go. Anyway, we'll just keep talking. There's better better reception probably on the roof. <laughs> this is great. Hey hey, Brownie. Um, the match review. Uh, at the moment is uh, currently sitting in uh, deciding on Jacob Van Ruin's uh, fate uh, for this week's game. Um, I know you've probably kept a close eye, a uh, look at it. Your old, one of your old clubs is uh, involved. Um, what were your thoughts initially on that hit? And, and, and since then, what have you decided? Is it the right thing or the wrong thing? No, it's absolutely the wrong thing, Robbo. Um, I watched it live on the night, Saturday night. And a really crucial moment in the game. And we want our big men to compete in the air. Yeah. Crash packs, bring the ball to ground. Um, I thought he did that. There was no intent to cause injury. I know that in the tackle process now, there's a duty of care. Yep. Um, But I don't think there is a duty of care in the marking contest. No, that's that's a great point you make in the marking contest where the ball's in the air and and things. I mean, when you're, you're running with the flight of the ball, which you've seen so many brave footballers do in the past, you think you're doing the right thing and and creating a contest. And Jacob Van Ruin, you know that he's a a big centre half forward type, and his football is 
to jump at the pill and create a contest, bring the ball to the front, for all that sort of stuff that you've learned for a long time. And uh, creating a contest, it's it, the issue for me is that he hasn't really caused too much damage to the opposition player, Charlie Ballard. And uh, it seems to still have, you know, given him a, a fairly hefty, uh, uh, you know, penalty for a, for a young man that is just making his way in the game, yeah? Well, things need to be stopped being judged on outcome. Yeah. And start being judged on action. And um, if it's a dangerous action, if it's intentional, yeah. then rub them out. Yeah. But this is still a contact sport. And just because a player gets concussed or injured doesn't necessarily mean that the player needs to be deserved to be rubbed out. Yeah. No, I agree with that, mate. So I think it's a shambles, to be honest with you, mate. I've said, I've said for a while now that um, the match review panel is completely out of whack mm. with the AFL public and for the players and the coaches. Mm. And more often than not, we see uh, clubs contest these and they get cleared at the tribunal or the appeals board. Mm. So how incompetent does that make the MRO? Yeah, absolutely. And someone, oh, mate, we've got some uh, some of the uh, Melbourne supporters and football supporters jumping on and uh, leaving comments on the side here. So, was Scott wants to know have you got the sky racing going on in the background at the moment? <laughs> uh, do you know what, mate? Have a look. I don't know if you blokes can see. Yeah. Can see. Of course, I blame. <laughs> of course, he does. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to hit you up for some tips for Ladbrokes in a minute. <laughs> and yeah. I'll be jumping in the spa. Oh. <laughs> is that your boat, mate? Whose boat is this? Who's this, is this? You're lucky I don't have the bathers on at the <laughs> The budgies. You're lucky I haven't done this out of the spa right now. <laughs> You're dressed. I'm happy, mate. That's good. <laughs> hey, Dogger, hey, how do you reckon you would have gone in today's game? Because I know you, mate. I played right next to you some sometimes. I remember those Hawthorne days. You knew one way, and that was the old school way, which is you, you use your body to, you know, signal your intent and get in there and, and, and you send a signal for your teammates by your hardness. How do you reckon you'd go in today's game with this match review panel? No, I don't think I'd be playing much footy, mate. I'd be an absolute <laughs> liability. <laughs> when you don't have much skill... <laughs> Um, you had to find uh, other ways to get a game each week, and certainly Clarko um, encouraged the way that I played. Yeah. Because um, he used to say to me, we don't want any of our good players getting suspended. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you were, you were one of those expendable assets that the Hawthorne Football Club kept on for that reason. <laughs> I think so, mate. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, mate, let's talk about Clarko because he's in the news a little bit this week talking about his old club, Hawthorne, too. He's at North Melbourne where he first started his football journey. There's a bit going on there. You know Clarko, the man, intimately. Uh, how's he going at the moment? Yeah, I, I do know him, and I know him as, as a, a really good man. He's a, a good family man. Um, yep. He would always do the absolute best for the players um, that were at the club and that he was coaching. So it's quite a delicate situation at the moment. Um, mm. 
but he has my absolute support and um, I hope that uh, you know all those accusations and, and things that have been said about him are found found to be you know inaccurate, not correct, yeah. or taken out of context because he's a good man. Yeah, I think we'll leave that one alone because there's a lot going on behind closed doors and information that he's not getting and it's it's not worth commenting on. It's obviously frustrating the great man because I know him very well too. Obviously he spent some time at Melbourne before he went to Hawthorne and uh uh, you know, Chrissy Fagan, who was uh, at Hawthorne for a long time, was right next to him, and they get along, and I get along well with him. And the, and the stories that I get, that this is just soul destroying with all this sort of stuff. So, like, we won't talk much, too much about that because it's really not anything we need to to be talking about. But what I wanted to really get into with you is how do how do these young kids these days? Because I've got young kids, and I know how I, I teach them to play football, but I'm just not so sure anymore what I need to be doing because there's this real mentality that you need to be careful out on a football field, and it's just extraordinary to me. It's it's not a sentence that is attributed to AFL football or or, or even NRL. You need to be careful with your actions out on a football field. Oh, it's it's bizarre, isn't it? It's it's different, and I and I'll say this: you know, we keep evolving as uh, as a sport and a community and, and all that sort of thing. So we were brought up in different eras, Robbo, where um, you, you didn't need to be careful. In fact, you're probably the opposite. You, you, you could get away with being a little bit reckless. Mm. Um, so it's as simple as if your kids want to play the sport, they need to adapt to the, the new rules and, mm. and the new mentalities and... Um, I, I get it. Concussion's a massive thing and it's only getting bigger. The lawsuit that's hanging over the AFL at the moment is, you know, got the potential to, to bankrupt them. Yeah. So um, there's a lot to play out there and, and I think that they're overcorrected in a number of areas. Mm. And, you know, it is, in the end of the day, it is just a sport. And you just want players to go out there and enjoy it and do their best and, and come away from it at the end of it with a good experience and not being physically sort of hurt for the remainder of their life. So yeah. I, get, I get some of that now. Yeah. So I, what I'd like to talk to you about now is a little bit about yourself and, and your own football career and your own journey. I know you've done a billion things since you finished your football career. Was that always on the cards for you, mate? We are always keen to get out of AFL footy, which is, by and large, a magnifying glass. You know, you live your life, everybody's staring at you and judging you and talking about you. Was it always a plan for you to go and try some different things? Because And talk to the people a little bit about what you've done since, like trying to swim the English Channel and uh, all sorts of bizarre stuff. Um, yeah, it was never really a plan, Robbo, but it was more just um, a quite a goal-orientated person and... When you finish footy, it feels like a massive part of your life is is over. Mm. Um, where's the next challenge coming from? And so I, I just threw myself into, you know, things like the English Channel Swim and um, running a, a marathon, but I didn't want to just do the Melbourne Marathon. I thought I'd do one in Antarctica. Mm. Um, climb Mount Kilimanjaro and... Um, I'm currently training to climb a mountain in Argentina called Mount Aconcagua. So, wow. I, 
I, I think it's I think it's just one of those things that um, you get a bit addicted to to a adre- like I'm an adrenaline junkie and, and I like having a goal. Mm. If I don't have these challenges in my life, I get a bit lazy. Yeah. And so um, it's just good to travel with your your mates and try and achieve something great. And... Yeah, I. Sorry, just a little bit of a, yeah, it just delays a little bit towards the end there. Um, with football with you, mate, was it always, obviously you come from a football family, you know you got stock there, but was it always your plan? Was it always going to happen for you? You're going to play AFL football or was it always just a bit of a battle you had to work your ass off? Um, the, the plan was to always play AFL footy, but uh, I just wasn't, you know, an absolute standout junior, so... I had some quite big deficiencies in my game, being my, my lack of size, and mm. I was never a great um, decision maker or user with a footy. Yeah. Which, obviously, are pretty important. So um, I had to work really, really hard, but um, ever since I was you know, nine or ten years of age, all I wanted to do was play AFL footy, so I feel very fortunate that I got the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely did, and you, you you made the most of it too. You had a, a good career, premiership player, a lot of accolades along the way. What did you do? Tell me this, because I've got a young boy who's small. He's got, got some skill, loves footy, but he's small, and he finds it hard to get picked in teams based on that. What did you do to get noticed? Um, well, I think you need to be exceptional in one area. and Yeah. Whether that's, you know, Sam Mitchell um, was a clearance king, you know, before he went on to be a, a superstar. That that was his one would. Mm. Um, you know, mine was, was always going to have to be, I had to be relentless at the contest. Um, some people have the leg speed or whatever, but you do need something that makes you stand out. Yeah. And then you need to, to work bloody hard. Yeah, and there's been plenty of really good players that have got drafted and never gone on to make it because they rested on their laurels or thought it would just happen. Yeah, and the the guys like Brad Sewell and some of those that came off rookie lists that were never drafted were hungry, worked hard, and went on to have great careers. Mm. Well. I I agree with all of that, and I think that's absolutely brilliant. And a lot of people ask me what that I do to make it. And my dad was of the same opinion, so he worked on my hangers with me all day long as he thought, yeah, he's pretty good in the air, this kid. I might make him the best at it. So we worked long and hard at that in the front yard of my mum my and dad's house growing up. And uh, I don't think I ever sat on your head, Dogger. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I did. No, you did. No, you did. Did you I? Did. <laughs> MCG, yeah, MCG. Um, and... and- you took a mark yes, on the goal line. I did. <laughs> Don't bring this up. And then you went to play on and kick it. Then you went to play on and kick it. <laughs> and I stuffed it. And Johnny Hay or someone right. scored the ball through for a behind. <laughs> Save me. Do you know, I think my papers were marked after I did that. That's when I, I think that was the beginning of the end. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't last much longer. <laughs> It's one of those things. Maybe I landed and concussed myself too much. So I thought, you you know that thing though where you just sort of go, I don't want to go back and take the kick. I just want to take the easy option and just pop it through now. I just, 
Yeah, nah, <laughs> I'll stuff that one up, mate. But you, toughest opponent for you, pal, before, you know, we start, we'll just talk a quick little bit about Hawthorne now and this Melbourne game coming up. But uh, your toughest opponent, I know opponent, I know you played uh, when you played Melbourne. Sometimes you'd get Aaron Davey. Now, there's an assignment, mate. Yeah, you got to keep up with the flash. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, what was harder than playing on Aaron Davey was that Byron Pickett wanted to kill me. <laughs> and he's the only man, he's the only man on the field that I actually believed would actually do it. That's true. <laughs> so I would always look around and see where's Choppy at a stoppage. Yeah. Okay, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and face him and um, he never got to pick me off. But uh, yeah. Acker. Acker, yeah. Yeah. He was probably my toughest opponent. I've never played on a guy that hit, hit packs uh, at such pace, left or right foot, and just his timing was always sublime. Yeah, oh, he was good to watch, wasn't he? Uh, I have to go back to. I can't tell you it was a ha- it was a happy day when I found out Choppy Pickett was coming to Melbourne. I knew that I knew that I couldn't get hit anymore. <laughs> 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 Mate, he was a he was a dead set stone cold killer. Killer, <laughs> he, he just he knew how to do it. He knew where to get you. If you took your eyes off him, he it's almost like he smelt it. He knew that you weren't looking at him, and and that was him just like right now it's time to kill this guy. And he murdered blokes down the floor. I think that actually killed yeah. his career, didn't it? <laughs> oh, he he did because uh, they were trying to get the, the shirt front out of the game and. Um, yeah. He lit up Dean Brogan and, and a couple of guys one day. And <laughs> he was a great footballer. I, I loved him. Uh, I think we forget a little bit about how talented he was, actually, because we, we see those hits and we love it. Like We love that. As much as we get... Norm Smith medalist. Oh, absolutely. You know, how many times? Premiership play a couple of times. Norm Smith medalist. Uh, an absolute superstar. And when he was at Melbourne... And he's one of the best blokes you'll ever meet too. Um, old Choppy Pickett. I caught up with him in Adelaide at the Gathering not long ago and uh, put on a couple of kilos, but uh, still hasn't stopped him from being a great bloke. Ah, uh, we've lost him. Lost him. Yeah, that, that was great. As much as as much as we couldn't see him, folks, it was a great little interview there. We might get him back on. Um, we'll I see had, if he comes back. I had so many things I'd love to talk to him about if we had more time and if we had him in studio, we could get into depth with things um and look you know we we've we've heard all the stories about you know all the people get on tv now and talk about melbourne and Hawthorne and where they're at you can go and jump on jump on fox footy right now and get the ins and outs of of where these games that are to be played this weekend and every week are at you don't hear that from us uh but um i like to ask these guys a little bit more in depth about their own careers and what it is that actually made them get to where they got to. And that's a great story because he is small. Mm. I know he's Mao's his dad and he's a big tough guy and uh but Dog is, you know, he's up up to my chin, you know, he's small, but he, my God, solid as a rock. And when mm. the ball came his way, he made every post a winner. He's a good player. Yeah, and I like his analogy of like just be good at something. Um, Doggy Brown, uh, Campbell Brown, I speak of, of course, was um, one of those players. Do you remember when we played against Hawthorne back in the day and Aaron David did play on, on Brownie a lot? And Hawthorne, we, we always found it hard against Hawthorne. And even after my career, they'd always seemed to just get us, even when they weren't great. And obviously, mm. they went through those amazing years. 
with Mitchell and Lewis and then Buddy for a little while and uh, they just were unstoppable. Mm. And they were building towards that when I was playing. And I remember playing against Campbell Brown and Jay, uh, I'd say Van Ruin, I was about to say Jacob Van Ruin, and Richie Vandenberg. Mm. And he was the captain, appointed captain. He was one of those first appointed captains because of his uh, leadership around the club and his attack on the ball. And he ne- wasn't necessarily the most talented footballer. Could get the job done, but he wasn't the most talented footballer. And we used to tell him that. I used to tell him that out on the footy field. Mm. You're the worst captain the in the NFL. Award. You're the club Everyone knows you're the worst captain in the AFL. Isn't that horrible? How did he respond? He goes, no, he hit me. you're not. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good response. <laughs> Check it out. If you, I think it was 2005, he elbowed me to the throat. And I deserved it because I was being an absolute dick. Yeah. <laughs> but it was because he'd hit Flash Davy a little bit before. It's a great game. It was the first quarter. Nita went off that day, had a great game. We had a good game, actually. And Flash was on fire. It was at that time when Aaron Davy came in and he was this new, fresh, frontal pressure king. Remember when we, that wasn't even the vernacular back then. There was no such thing, but it became this buzzword, frontal pressure. Aaron Davey invented it with his tackling. Like you could mm. see blokes like Campbell Brown running with the ball and doing this, where's Flash? He's going to tackle me any minute if I don't get rid of it. Yeah, It was phenomenal. Neil Danaher loved him. Thanks, Josh. How are you, mate? Love you too, bro. Um, Neil Danaher loved him, and he got the coterie group to pay to get Aaron Davey to our club because he was at Port Adelaide before that. Saw what he could do, got him in, became this frontal pressure guru, and uh, he got belted by Richie Vandenberg on the boundary line. Great southern stand. I can still see it happening. And we took exception to, of course, you've got to fly the flag, so I went over and maybe gave him a few shoves along with everybody else. And then I may have been a little bit cheeky with my comments as we were running away, and... uh, Oh, no, it was all fired up. It was a big game. It was a night game. And I can't tell you how amazing it is to play a night game at the MCG. It's phenomenal. Mm. You run out. It's electric. You've got the demon army. You've got the greats. It's all full. Everyone's excited because it's a night game. I don't know what it is. Yellow pills seem to just fly around a lot better. I used to love the yellow footies. It's fresh. You want to do well because you know it's on TV and everybody's sitting at home having a chip and a Coke or a beer or whatever it is and and watching the footy. Um, it's a good perspective for yeah. anyone who hasn't... Well, we like, knew. We knew. We knew those games were big. Nighttime's Friday always more exciting than daytime. Well, I, I think North Melbourne became huge. In life, too. In those 90s. <laughs> North Melbourne became huge in those 90s games because yeah. the Friday night games, they yep. pioneered. And it's a shame that they lost it, but they had to give it away because it just wasn't fair. Um, uh, well, prime time you know, like it's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. They gave it away, and now Collingwood owns like all the prime time, yeah. everything. Wow. Like every time and there's they, a blockbuster, and they if have you it. Don't Eddie Maguire's gonna whinge about it? Uh, He's doing a bit of whinging this week. In fact, he backed in uh, the goal. Uh, the, James Sicily, firstly, by, <laughs> we talked we talked about this last week, and then he's had a few words to say about what's happening with um, with Collingwood and the booing situation. And look. Leave that alone. But it's been a big week in football again. Friday uh, night games were huge and, and North Melbourne pioneered them. And we used to get up for them. We used to think, wow, mm. awesome. Friday night footy. Yep. And against Hawthorne too. And we had a rivalry against Hawthorne. Remember, guys? Remember those that, that, the, the, way, the game that Hawthorne won by a point and then we won by a point? I, most famous point I ever got, Davo, I think it was 1990. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Hawthorne beat us in 96. Seven was it? 
by a point. Then we won in 98 by a point. So the game is drawn. It's drawn. It's not over. It's tied. It's a better word. And back and forth for a while, we knew the siren was coming soon. And the ball goes into our forward line and out of bounds. And we're just trying like crazy. We're absolutely knackered. We're given everything we've got, even the Hawthorne players, to try to kill the ball. Uh, at one point, it had gone near the goalpost and someone smacked it just so that it would hit the goalpost. If it had gone out, it would have been deliberate, but it hit the point post. So out of bounds, you know, throw in, scrum, back out of bounds again. Throw in about 10, 15 metres around from the point post. David Schwartz, the big ox, he turned to me and he said, Robbo, on me back, jump up. Spoil it through for a point back when you could go third man up. So I've gone back off the pack. I'm hoping, please, no Hawthorne player go with me. Because I used to do it a bit, so they'd stop my run. Yeah. No one no one stopped me. No one stood in front of me. Here it is. Got the timing perfect, and I belted the ball through, and it went through for a point. And the crowd went mental like it was a goal. Yeah. And I can watch the vision now, and you see Schwartz and I jump up because we had that plan. It's like, yes, but the sign ain't gone yet. Like We don't know how much time's left. So and then you see it's all, oh, let's run back. And then they kicked it in, and I think the siren went and we won. So that's the most oh, famous, wow. most famous the point. The best point ever. Ever. <laughs> I love all those stories. I lie in bed and think about them a lot. Yeah, where's the Robbo shirt you said you were going to buy? I, I do have to get it. Come on, This man. one? I cannot, Robbo! I cannot buy that. I don't like that one. There's another one that's not that one. Get rid of that. That's, is that the shirt? That's the one you mocked up, you smart ass. Oh, right. Okay, no, we'll get. I'll get the other shirt and we'll give it to someone. I can't buy my own shirt. I can't log on. Russell right. Robertson is buying his own. Yeah. Name. Make- <laughs> you go to the checkout and it goes name and you go Russell Robinson and it goes and they go the person fulfilling the order would be like no one has ever ordered this shirt and I think the guy whose shirt it is ordered it for himself I'm going to do this buy I'm going to buy it and I'm going to put your name and get it delivered here <laughs> <laughs> and dare. I'm going to screenshot it and I'm going to put it on the show. Robo and loves then himself. I'll give it away. I'm going to, f- I'm doing it. I'm doing this right now. Right now? Right now. No. Why, why wait? Why wait for this shit? Life's so short. Van Ruin's thing goes too long. We crap on too much. That's I need a Robo shirt. Yeah, Jackie, I'm doing a screenshot. Don't worry about it. We've been padding for so long hoping that this would, um, we what do would I have search the breaking for? news that Jacob Van Ruin has got off. But Is that what we not- were doing? It's not going to happen, so I feel like... Russell uh, Robinson's shirt. That's not easy to stop it. come across. Stop it. Has anyone got the link for the Russell Robinson shirt? It's just... Did it say Robbo? Robbo. Robbo. Yeah. Can anyone you... would like to see Daisy Pierce? I agree with that. I'd love to get her on, but I feel like she's a bit too big time for me. <laughs> at this, there's, a, there's a few that live in this area. I'd love to get on the show. Talk about that AFLW Premiership because what a year. What a couple of years we had. We had an AFL Men's Premiership, AFLW Premiership, then a VFL Premiership. Bootleg. Bootleg. That's That's who I've got to find. All right, Bootleg Robbo. That's what it's called, isn't it? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know. Someone made it. I love them for doing it, but we need to do a giveaway on this show for sure. $46.50. It's cheap. All right, what size are we ordering? People, are we getting a, I should get a large, I guess. Medium, a large. Get a large. Sign me up. I'm not signing me up. All right. <laughs> just, it's happening. Watch this. 
share screen. Okay, guys. I know we've. You're a smart ass. We, we're get like. Extra large, Jackie says. <laughs> Here we go. You guys, can you see this? No, because you've got to click it across. Oh, okay. Hang on. Get with the program. I'm telling you All how right. to do your job. All right, here we go. Just so you know, I'm actually doing it. <laughs> so, Fight two. Get two. Add a note to your order. Um, this is for I Robo. love oh, I Robo, love <laughs> but this one is for him. Okay, we're going to – I don't want to continue. I just want to check out. How do I check out without – Showing your deets. Yeah. Is it going to show it? No, it won't. Or is it going to – I think this this will get awkward really stop quickly. Stop sharing it now. Get rid of it. <laughs> All right. Click to continue. Here we go. Can't believe we've got to pay $46 for this. It's cheap. This is an icon of football. <laughs> should we sign off now? I think we should get Eleven dollars $11. Shipping. For shipping. Ship two. Okay. Hang on. I just got to make sure. You- no, you can't. Okay. Just so you know, everyone. This is what it's come to. We have to wait this long. Don't look at all this stuff. But just so you know, I'm going to go uh, shipping address. Russell Robinson. (laughs) You bastard. Company? Robo Enterprises. (laughs) Robo. Wait, wait, I've got to show it. I've got to show it. Here we go. See? I'm genuinely doing it. It's happening. Well, uh, uh, it, it, if you get this, I'll wear it on every show from now on. Oh, you're – will you really? Yeah. You'll wear your own shirt. I'll look so Daddy, stupid. I, I, as a friend – Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it. That's funny. But, yeah, go fund me. We could have all, like – why am I paying? Yeah, I got to pay to all this stuff. We don't need to go fund me. To buy fund some, me. Some great Someone's getting – so fifty-seven dollars fifty for this T-shirt. I cannot believe it. You're doing it. I I never said anything. All right, I'm going to sign us off now. Now that you've done that, thank you for joining us on the show this week. I love that they've had a consistent number of people watching the whole show. I can see the numbers, and no one's left. That's great. That's brilliant. Um, thank you, Russell. <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Russell, for your order. It says thank you, Russell. One bootleg Robo Large. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna pour a couple of whiskeys here and get the guitars out and have a bit of a jam. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Some, some dinner. I'm sure Fiona out the back there's uh, made. I released thing. a single too, by the way. You did, and you're gonna put that on the Robo Live page if you haven't already. People, oh. we, this guy is a talented musician. Check it out. So we're gonna just chill in this wonderful room now and look forward Wait to for the Van Ruin. Yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a what do they call it? A vigil. We're gonna have a. <laughs> sitting here in a vigil watching the screens waiting for the result we will play some music not I'll since, get him to do it I'll, I'm happy to do it but he has so precious not he wants since reverb and OJ Simpson have we seen anything like this <laughs> this is like and what will happen is they'll see here we go come on no no because it's all out of whack you know it'll sound weird Oh, it's out of tune. Oh, my God. That's been the Robbo Show. Stay tuned. Uh, over the next few weeks, we will play some live music if Dave O can set something up in here. And we'll... Uh, we both love Pearl Jam, so we'll probably do a jam song, yeah? Something like that. <sighs> Why not? 
All right. Go D's. Beat See the Hawks. Everyone. Have a great week. See you at the G's soon. Go D's. And the Eagles.